Hi, and welcome to Happier Music Teacher. Are you a music teacher who has no time, no voice, and you kind of need to pee? I'm Beth Duhon. I'm a Christian, wife, mother, musician, and former stressed hot mess music teacher. I've been there. Join me every week as we work on easy micro actions so that you can be a happier music teacher. Here is the Crescendo Music Education Podcast, episode number 86. This podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Turrbal people. I acknowledge them as the traditional owners of the land and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. They were the first music makers on this land. Welcome back to the Crescendo Music Education Podcast. Now, if you're just coming in to the middle of this series, we're talking about music teacher well-being. I've got a special guest, Beth Duhon, who has a book that you should all grab and read. And in this episode, we're talking about meals and food and looking after yourself, fueling your body for our fairly tricky job that is music teaching. So before we get into our hints from Beth, here's a few more from me. I do love my cooking in the evenings if I get a chance to do it. So here's a few little hints from me that helped me with my food prep. So I ask friends for recipes and food prep ideas and I have a collection of recipes. I'm not as efficient at this as I should be. They're in a couple of different places. But asking your friends for things that work, things that are tasty, things that are quick, things that are nutritious, and keep a collection of your favourites. Create an Excel doc to store all of these things. Mine is in its infancy, but it's slowly getting there. And you can even put links in your Excel, or you could use uh, Google Sheets, you know, whichever you use. And you can even put in a link to the website where you found that recipe. Now I got this idea initially from Katie Argyle. Thank you, Katie, Midnight Music, you rock. So that's great, create that Excel doc to help keep track of things. Plan ahead. It really makes a difference. I do shop once a week because I like to have fresh things. It's actually fairly rare I have to even go and grab bread and milk. Sometimes I may have to grab fresh bread, but that is about it. And we don't eat as much bread as we used to anyway. So if I plan ahead and I shop once a week, and not huge shops, only the two of us now, and it's so valuable. Work out what you're going to cook, when you're going to cook it, and buy to that shopping list. Also saves a mountain of money if you can shop to a list. Cook in bulk if you can. Batch cook. Hey, it works for planning. It works for cooking as well batch cook. So tonight I'm going to make teriyaki beef with mince from Nagi dinner, the recipe tin eats book. Love it, love it. And I'm going to make enough for at least two nights for my husband and I. Why would I make something like that? Go to all of this bother, not that it looks hard. And I may as well make it for a couple of meals. So cook in bulk, batch, batch your cooking. <laughs> you can freeze leftovers or have them in the fridge for a day or two, or if you're a person that likes to have a break between the same meal, freeze it, but it keeps in the fridge for a day or two or three. So keep your leftovers 
use them again. Yum. I like leftovers. Love leftovers. Another little hint is that I now create my lunches in advance on a Sunday as far as possible. So if it's a little bit, I might have a little bit of leftover homemade fried rice. I'll pop it in a container in the freezer. I will sometimes then just pull it out and I'll go, oh, freezer surprise. I'm not even sure <laughs> what leftover I'm grabbing, but I know that I have put leftovers in there in the right amount for me to take for my lunches. Curries, stews, mince type meals work really well. So I have my freezer surprises there in there. But lately what I've been doing is I pop into containers. I buy a kilo tub of hummus and I just put five little containers of hummus into the fridge and I put in plastic bags a little selection. It's actually usually one row from the rice crackers that I buy, just the cheapo rice crackers and I grab a tub of hummus and the rice crackers. That's part of my lunch. So I don't have to do any prep. I just grab them from the fridge. The other thing I do is I have five slightly bigger containers than my hummus containers. So I try and do wrapper free lunch as much as possible for the environment. Thanks, says my husband who has who does the washing up and goes, thanks for giving me these containers. But anyway, I'm helping the environment. I chop some fruit up and I pop them in five containers. Then I put in some yogurt. I like Jalna Potset, natural yogurt, yum, Greek yogurt, the Jalna Greek yogurt. I pop that in and then maybe a drizzle of honey. And if I feel like it in the morning, I put some toasted almonds on the top and I take that. I mean, yum. But now all of the prep is done on Sunday afternoon and I'm right for the week. So a little bit of a rave, but I thought I'd share what I'd do because I, I really find that works well. I was nowhere near that organised when I was also looking after my two sons and my husband okay I will be honest my husband did his own lunches and he tended to do the boys lunches uh, so anyway I was not as organized back then but I am now so you can take some advice from me if you wish and now let's get on to Beth and have a chat with her about food and meals Now, I think we should go on to meals. Yes, yes, yes. Shall we do that? I, yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. Meals. I'm actually pretty good at meals now because it's something that I, I enjoy cooking and I plan the meals and I make time to cook. That's a little bit of my time. And also at my stage of life, I am an empty nester now. My two beautiful sons do not live here. <laughs> uh, so it's just my husband and I and the puppy. So I take time to cook and make nutritious meals. Well, I try to. Nutritious, tasty meals. But that's, it's a lot of effort. It's planning the meals, planning the shop, um, making sure they're quick or doing some in advance. So what are your thoughts around well-being and meals for the busy music educator? Debbie, these people eat three times a day. It's exhausting, <laughs> myself included. Some of the things at school, I like to have my own classroom pantry. So I go ahead and intend, now it may be more convenience foods. It may not be that environmentally savvy, but I like to have just a pack of low sodium V8s 
some string cheese in my fridge. Okay, sorry, can you go wine. back? What was the first thing you said? Low sodium V8 juice. Oh, V8 juice. juice. Yes, okay, mm -hmm. got it. So LaCroix, trail mix, little prepackaged hummus or guacamole, any of those type of things. It may not be a meal, but I can put them together to make a meal. And if I eat just one or a little bit of them, or maybe I grab a fruit or a yogurt, I'm not trying to microwave a lean cuisine down in the lounge and fight everybody for fridge and microwave space. I can be in my room, grab those things pretty easily, and pretty much they're all, maybe not the healthiest food on the planet, but pretty, pretty, pretty okay health-wise, and mm -hmm. I won't feel worse after eating them. Yeah, I love that. That's a good idea. I, I have a little version of that. I have mini tins of tuna in my drawer. <laughs> but yes, I should have like a little packet of biscuits. And yes, I could extend the pantry. And also sometimes I have nuts, nuts and trail mix and things. That's They're good for a quick energy hit when you're feeling low. That's a handful of nuts, fruit and nuts. Mine is like a little convenience store. So I really do stock up. I bring in the bottled waters. I bring in everything for the week. And then as I get low, I just restock. And that way, um, I have a teacher I'm with this year. Uh, she's actually the long-term substitute for the Music 2 position. And if she's hungry or hasn't had her lunch or something, I can offer her something from my pantry. Like I said, it just it makes things a little bit easier for me. Because I don't know about you, where you are, but if I try to run out to get lunch, it's not going to be very economical. It's not going to be very healthy. And I'm literally driving there, grabbing it, wolfing it down, and then in two minutes, kindergarten's coming in. It's just not the most relaxing situation yeah, for no, me. No, it, it actually creates more. I think I would rather be hungry than race out and try to do that. Agreed. I do love that, the classroom pantry. Yes, I think that's a great idea. I can think of some teachers who would want to come and raid it all the time. But anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's great. Yes. And what about your meals at home? Are you the chief cook or do you share that? I am in the loosest sense of the word, but okay. I'm going to give you a couple gadgets that are fun for it. I have a hard boiled egg cooker, which is like, it's like a one task machine. It okay. literally just hard boils eggs. But instead of struggling with it, you just use that machine and instantly you have hard boiled eggs for the week for whatever you want to use them for. The other one I like is my rice cooker. Oh, yes. Once again, um, I'm not great at cooking eggs. I'm not great at cooking rice, but I can work the machines. And if you have hard cooked eggs and rice, you have a pretty decent start to a meal. Yeah. And then if you add a simple protein or something. Um, I'm also, right now, we're on a big kick. I'm definitely in praise of the rotisserie chicken and bag salad. Ah, yes. Yes, if you've got it to grab something, take away, grab a cooked chook and a bag of salad. Yes. We're also fruit people. Like I said, um, there's three of us at our house. And we try to have a fruit after almost every meal. But this is not anything crazy or high prep. You know, a carton of berries and I rinse them and put them out. Or make sure that we have cuties that my son and I can grab for our lunchbox in the morning. Banana, just something easy and portable. Like I said, convenience is a big priority, followed by health. I think that's amazing advice. And I think that we could all rethink how we plan our food for during the day. Yeah, I think that's great. Wonderful advice. Beth, it's been just lovely having you here again. Would you come back next time? please, because we've got to talk about the next section of your book so that our listeners can go, ah, yes, I can fix that a little bit in my life. I will talk about my book and self-care all day. Just ask me. Yes, good. I'm <laughs> counting on it. All right, I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks Bye. so much, Debbie. Bye.
Thank you for joining me for this podcast. Don't forget that you'll find the show notes on crescendo.com.au forward slash the podcast number of this episode. Also, you can find the transcripts there. So you've got all of the detail that you need. If you've found this podcast useful, I'd really love it if you share the link with a colleague. Remember, all I can be is the best version of me. All you can do is be the best you. We'll meet again. I hope we will. (laughs) Bye. As we know, laughter relieves stress. Don't lose sight of the funny side of life. I knew a woman who owned a taser. Like even I have to admit, she was stunning. If you're a newer podcast listener to Happier Music Teacher, welcome. Here are a few things you might be able to do to support the podcast. The first is join the Happier Music Teachers Facebook group. That group is a source of joy for me, and I post in it daily. The second thing you might consider is leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And the third is purchasing Happier Music Teacher, currently on F-flat Books and soon to come on Amazon. Thank you for listening to the Happier Music Teacher. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and tell a friend.